Hey, good morning. Thursday, July 15, looking at the midweek, recapping some midweek games, looking forward to the weekend slate. It's a big one, big weekend slate. I'm on a bit of a time crunch here this morning, so this is going to be quick, uh, I hope, uh, or as quick as I think I can <laughs> think I can make this. Um, okay, midweek games. We start with Tuesday. Uh, Tampa hosted Hartford Athletic. I was all over Tampa, and I had my rip my heart ripped out as Tampa could not get it done. Uh, they had more than five expected goals in that match versus Hartford's one expected goal. Yet Hartford wins one nil. Just a brutal beat. Um, whatever. Uh, gonna move on from there. I I thought Tampa looked really good. They just couldn't finish any any of their chances. Um, Oh, well. Uh, Louisville City hosts Oklahoma City. Um, I had Oklahoma City under half a goal team total. They irk out a goal that I thought was kind of gratuitous in a way. Uh, but Louis City, Louisville City looked really good. I thought they uh, they really came together after um, being upset by Tulsa and not getting it done against Indy uh, not too long ago. So uh, Louisville City looking like the top three team uh, that they are. Sacramento went into Las Vegas in 1-2-1. Uh, props to everybody who got uh, plus 175 on the Sacramento money line when it opened. I stayed off it. I thought it was a bad scheduling spot for them. I thought Las Vegas uh, was in decent form to uh, pull off a draw here, uh, which is why when the line came back around uh, to for me to get some plus money on a pick 'em uh, for Las Vegas, I went ahead and took that because I thought at worst this was going to end up being a draw. But... Uh, Tucker Bone for Sacramento gets it done and uh, cashes that bet for Sacramento backers. Uh, but let me tell you, I wasn't upset on my bet. It was one of those things where I was like, ah, I feel I feel okay about not taking Sacramento. I still feel okay about taking Las Vegas. Uh, Tucker Bone just single-handedly making sure that they got three points out of that game. So uh, props to Sacramento for dealing with a pretty rough two weeks of scheduling um, of travel, dealing with red cards and stuff like that, and, and getting the win here in Vegas. Uh, and then lastly, probably the game of the week in a lot of ways, San Diego hosting Orange County. Uh, San Diego, this game was nil-nil uh, until San Diego suffers a red card by a second yellow being issued to a player. Um, then Orange County, minutes later, gets the opening goal. It looks like Orange County is going to uh, be able to like sit on this. San Diego... I mean, they got fired up after they conceded that goal. They get the equalizer, and uh, most most teams in that spot where they're they're hosting a game where they're uh, they just suffered a red card, they just came back to get the equalizer. Um, some might play conservative to to uh, you know be like, hey, maybe just the one point's good here. Nope, San Diego gets it done, getting a second goal. Uh, I was on San Diego in this game, so uh, this was one of the rare times this season that a red card situation went my way. Uh, so often I have lost games because a team suffers a red card and um, and then come back to beat me, right? I'll be, I'll be on the other side and uh, a team will get, uh, suffer a red card, beat down a man uh, and come back. But um, this one worked out. So all in all, it was kind of a wash of a, of a week. Um, I had San Diego and Orange County, both teams to score that got done. So, uh, you know, Tampa loses, Oklahoma City scores to lose that, lose that bet. Las Vegas doesn't get there, but San Diego does. Um, oh yeah, then Oakland, Oakland and Phoenix was a game that was scheduled. I actually haven't seen why that game didn't go off, but um, yeah, that game uh, got got rescheduled, I guess. Um, 
but this, all the the San Diego bets uh, for both the side and the both teams, the the score got there for me. Um, yeah, I hope everybody else uh, did well. Let's look at the coming week. There are a, there are a ton of them. Uh, two things I want to mention. Um, people have uh, I've had a couple of people ask to point out some like soccer betting nuances and tips and stuff like that as they talk about this. So the one thing that I'll I'll start with: if you are brand new to betting on soccer, you haven't done this long. The first thing you need to know is that your bet on a team is for the is for the uh, the ninety minutes of regulation. So if you bet on for for those of you that bet a team in uh, the Euro Cup and then the the regulation ended in a draw and then your team won an extra time and you don't understand why you didn't win that bet it's because all of these bets are for regulation because unless you're in a tournament setting a draw just happens right and so if you have a team to win and a draw happens that's a loss right so um and then something else that not a lot of people know if a place is if a place is listing the games correctly and most places do the home team is actually listed first and that's something that a lot of american betters don't get we're so used to the home team being on the bottom but no the home team is listed first there are a couple books that don't know what they're doing and have that flip-flopped but traditionally in soccer home team listed first okay let's get into these games Charleston versus Hartford. Charleston loses two to one to New Mexico. Their one goal came off of a brilliant cross, though. Uh, I couldn't even be mad that my team total in first half bet lost. It was that nice. Um, Hartford is playing uh, a third game in seven days, fourth game in thirteen days. That stretch of games includes a two two to uh, nil win in Loudon and a two to two draw versus New York. And in that one, they uh, they had to. Um, watch New York suffer a um suffer a red card before um um before being able to come back and draw that 2-2. Then they go into Tampa and upset a Tampa team that looked like the better side in uh, in some ways but looked like the worst side in the fact that just they just couldn't finish and they let Hartford control too much of the possession. I'm staying off this game. Unless there's a wildly something, something I learned in the Las Vegas Sacramento game from yesterday is that games are still opening mispriced, right? Like I knew that that Sacramento plus one seventy five was a bad price. I just didn't. I talked myself out of it because I wa- I didn't want to really be involved in that game. Um, but that showed me that the market still is still mispricing openers, which is nice to see because i thought we were I, the market starting started to get more efficient and i thought those opportunities were starting to go by the wayside um but um if this game is mispriced either way um i may get into it otherwise i may stay off of this because um charleston and hartford are like two teams that are like hartford is overperforming in my opinion this season charleston is underperforming this this season in my opinion i don't know how that balances in this game so i will likely not be involved uh in this uh betting wise colorado springs versus san antonio uh this is an afternoon game on saturday something we don't often get in the usl but we get a nice two o'clock uh eastern start time the last time san antonio played a usl team was on july 3rd they've actually played a couple friendlies against a couple liga mx teams since then uh both of those were at home and of course in those in those friendlies right it's you know they they get a lot of the reserves going in there there's a lot of bench players get some action so don't look at it too much as like a a normal game 
The Switchbacks may be one of the most exciting teams to watch in the USL. Uh, they, they, they have come from behind wins. They have a charge offense led by Haji Berry. We lost South Colorado Springs, lose 3-1 to New Mexico after conceding a red card in the 53rd minute. It should be noted that the game was tied going into the 90, 90th minute, though. Uh, they conceded those two goals uh, in, like, I think, 90 plus one and 90 plus four or something like that. Colorado concedes goals on even moderate chances from their opposition, and that's what gives San Antonio the better, the, the, a, a real shot here. Um, San Antonio should have enough quality to get one, and I ultimately think Colorado will come away with the three points and that both teams will score. So those are markets that I'll be looking for in this game. I'm looking for plus 130 better uh, or better on the switchbacks and minus 150 or better on both teams to score. San Antonio should have some confidence coming into this as they played well in their losses uh, to the superior Liga MX clubs. Um, if this line is anything less than three, I will also look at look at an over. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think San Antonio is good for a goal here, but I think Colorado's offense may just be too much um, and, we'll, and they'll take the win. Indy 11 versus Memphis 901 FC. Memphis 901 FC with uh, one of the more weirder uh, club names in the USL. Indy 11 had their last match against OKC get canceled after the 45th minute going uh, at halftime due to a weather delay. Now they, have to, now they have to host Memphis, who are fresh off of an upsetting... Uh, I'm sorry, they are fresh off of upsetting a strong Birmingham side down in Alabama. The last time Indy won a game... This is no shit. The last time Indy won a game was on June 20th in Kansas City against a very capable but weaker uh, sporting Kansas City 2. The last time they won a game at home was on May 22nd against a very capable but weaker sporting Kansas City 2. Memphis has beaten Indy at home before just six weeks ago. Their confidence has to be sky high after beating Birmingham. Indy has generally been overvalued in the market, but Memphis may be getting some credit here after ha uh, having beaten Indy already before um, and how well they performed in Birmingham. I will likely stay away from this game as I think these two teams are actually pretty well matched up. Um, my play here may be an under team total on both sides. Um, I do this in, actually in uh, the French League de, where uh, you just get teams that are well matched, but they 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 don't create a whole lot of chances, and you just sort of look for a something that sort of feels like a one nil draw, or I'm sorry, something that looks like a one nil game. I think that's where this game sits. Um, so when you get plus money on both sides on the on the team totals, sometimes I'll play both sides. Hoping for that one zero two zero win from either side. One side loses, and then you you uh you know you take the uh you take the uh, what you win there in the margin. So that is likely how I'll bet uh, Indy versus Memphis, Charlotte versus Red Bulls too. I will actually be in attendance for this game. I will be down uh, in Charlotte at American Legion uh, Memorial Field watching this game happen in person. Uh, Charlotte pulled off a mighty, mighty draw coming off of a bat from uh, off of bad form in a rough spot against Phoenix this past Saturday. Red Bulls, too, had a heartbreaking draw and a match that they were in complete control of against Hartford until they conceded a red card and two subsequent goals. The last time these two teams faced off in, on July 7, Charlotte was debuting this new stadium that I'm talking about, and they lost 3-2 to New York. And the only thing I'm uncertain of is the status of Dane Kelly. He didn't dress his, uh, in the last game. I'm not sure what he looks like here. He is Charlotte's goal scorer. If he dresses, I definitely want the over. Regardless of his status, I'll take New York plus half 
a goal if I can get it. Uh, I'm not sure how much credit Charlotte's going to get from the market for their draw against the potent Phoenix team. Um, but just based on reputation, that line should be available. That plus half a um, half a goal for uh, for New York is New York is still regarded as. Um, um, one of the lesser teams in the league, uh, but they have a very capable offense. They can score goals, uh, and I think that's possible here. Amir Tombal, uh, who was red-carded in that New York game against Hartford, is one of the better defenders that um, uh, that New York has, um, and he will miss this match because of that suspension, um, which lends even more opinion to the over. Uh, I like over three a bit. Uh, I, I like the over three a bit, and I like it a lot if Dane Kelly's playing. Pittsburgh versus Loudon. Pittsburgh is on really good rest here. Uh, last playing on July 7 in a draw against Charleston. Loudon was lost in losing 3-1 to Miami in front of in front of just about 20 people. Uh, maybe maybe just a couple more, a couple less uh, in Northern Virginia. The last time these two teams met in Loudoun County, Loudoun upset Pittsburgh 2-1 after a long weather delay. Pittsburgh has a good defense, and Loudoun, despite their excellent expected goal ratio, uh, expected goal numbers, they failed to finish even on their best chances. I can't imagine this line will even be bettable for Pittsburgh, but I could be convinced to take the Loudoun if the goal line touches plus one and a half or better, because Pittsburgh is definitely looking for revenge, but Loudoun manages, despite their 3-1 loss against Miami, they do manage to keep many of their games within one goal. Pittsburgh does not really get involved in high-scoring affairs. Um, I will definitely be looking for Loudoun at plus one and a half if, they, if Pittsburgh gets enough credit playing at home against a lousy Loudoun, Loudoun team here. Louisville City versus Atlanta United 2. Louisville took care of Oklahoma City at 3-1 yesterday, and the OKC goal almost seemed gratuitous. Atlanta United will have a week to prepare after losing to Sporting Kansas City 2-1-0. I'm not sure this match will even be bettable, but if it is, I'm all over Lou City. I don't think they can lose this match. Uh, I, don't think this, I don't think this match is going to be close. Talking about uh, a team that's in the top three versus a team who I think is in the bottom three. Um, if it's not bettable, I will be trying to parlay this with the Phoenix game that I'll cover later. Uh, I'll, I'll probably even be looking for City, Louisville City over one and a half team total if it's not juiced too badly. If it's in like the minus 150, minus 160 range, maybe even, maybe even I might sell it all the way up to minus 175. Um, I think I just think they're going to be able to score. Um, I think I, you know, uh, and uh, you know, if, sometimes the sometimes the team totals get juiced a little too too crazily, but um, if not, I'll be taking the over one and a half team total on Louisville City. Charleston versus Hartford Athletic. Charleston played a good match against Pittsburgh last last week. Hartford shocked everyone by upsetting the Rowdies just a couple days ago in Tampa. Charleston will have the best. Uh, Charleston will have the rest, uh, but Hartford will be in a bit of good form here. As much as I like fading Hartford, I have to admit that they're they're playing good soccer. Um, both of these teams are difficult to handicap. Charleston is underperforming this year. Charles uh, Hartford is overperforming this year, and I'm not going to overthink this. I don't know where this ends up, um, so I'm just going to lay off of this match, see what happens, and hope that this match better informs the next set of matches that both these teams play. Miami versus Tampa. This would be a really great match. This is in the same vein of like Orange County and San Diego. We have two teams in good form, with good quality, facing off against each other. Miami's in uh, really great form, last beating Loudon 3-1. Tampa's coming off the disappointing loss to Hartford. Last time these two teams met on July 7, Miami, Miami pulled off the upset in just really great fashion. I think Tampa will prevail as a better team when the season is over. 
but I think Miami is the better team right now. I think Miami just looks more well put together. They look more in sync. When the season's all over, Tampa will be have been the better team between these two. Uh, but I like Miami in this spot. It'll be interesting to see how the market treats this game. Uh, but I'm looking to bet on Miami at plus 160 or better. Or if I can't get that, trying to get them on the goal line at a pick em. Um, and I also think the match will have uh, goals with a nod to the over. So um, I definitely think we're going to see another three goals in this like we did in the, fir- in the first matchup or, or it's just the last matchup between these two. Um, I think Miami's sl- the slightly better team, but I don't want to disrespect Tampa for being the quality team that they are. Uh, if I'm hoping the market sees this as an even match and usually in a soccer match on the three-way line, you're looking at something like plus 160 to plus 170 on both sides with like a plus 230 draw like that is sort of when you see that that's sort of the market telling you this is a super even match i'm hoping that's how it opens and i will take miami at that or better um if miami gets a lot of credit that i think actually they do deserve you might see them maybe closer to what we saw with the las vegas and sacramento line where, where las vegas opens around the plus 140 sacramento was at like what plus 175 so you might see miami and Tampa respectively taking those lines but in that situation uh I would have to take I would have to take uh Tampa so I'm looking for a Miami at like at an even line step but if Tampa gets res- disrespected for any reason for their loss to Hartford or the fact that Miami won last time I will take Tampa because I do um you, you know they, they at that point it's just a numbers game um, but I am looking to take uh, Miami in the over otherwise. Orange County versus Rio Grande Valley. Orange County's unbeaten run comes to an end in San Diego in a rather embarrassing fashion. When they were at 0-0, the, uh, San Diego gets uh, the red card. Orange County opens uh, opens scoring almost immediately and then concedes two when San Diego's a man down. Um, I mean, good for me. One of my bets. Bad for Orange County because that was not a good look. Rio, Rio Grande Valley will be on 10 days le- uh, rest. Last drawing with Austin even with RGV's rest and Orange County's heartbreak I like Orange County to prevail here but I won't be I won't bet them less than plus 125 just out of respect of RGV uh, I think they're capable an RGV plus half a goal uh, is also pro- it also could be a bet if that's where it ends up opening Tulsa versus Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is sneaky good in spots, but they were bested uh, easily in Louisville uh, just yesterday. A team that Tulsa upset 3-2 to two just a few days before. Tulsa and Oklahoma City drew 0-0 earlier this month when they played in Oklahoma City. Fun fact, Tulsa has never failed to score at home yet this season. This is a situation when I will actually look to play a team to win to nil. Uh, Someone on Twitter was actually asking me about that. Playing Playing a team, playing clean sheets, playing under half a goal team totals, and playing uh, a team to win to nil really sort of depends on what I think the game script is for the game, what my risk tolerance is, etc., what the pricings are, obviously. Uh, the thing with have, taking a team to win to nil is you need two things to happen. You need the team you bet on to score at least one, and you need the, be- the other team to not score any goals versus the clean sheet or the under team total. You just need one thing to happen. You need one per- one team to not score. But I have I have all the confidence that Tulsa is going to manage scoring here. They've done so all season. There's no reason why they can't do it again against OKC that are um, that are that are okay, but not not okay enough to uh, uh, to keep Tulsa from scoring, in my opinion. Um, so uh, that's I'll be looking at Tulsa to win to nil um, for probably like plus 140 or better or something like that. 
Uh, El Paso versus Las Vegas. Las Vegas could not capitalize on the good scheduling spot for them to get points against Sacramento. El Paso will be on good rest, last beating the Real Monarchs 3-1 last Friday. El Paso is just another team that is yet to fail to score at home. Las Vegas has never had a clean sheet on the road, so I will be all over El Paso's team total. Hopefully it's not juiced too much. Uh, And this is another... Um, this is where, but I don't think I'll be taking the win to nil because Las Vegas can create, can create opportunities. I think there's a chance that they, uh, there's a, I don't want to risk them, uh, taking advantage of one of those in, in scoring. So I will be taking El Paso. I just not sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see with Las Vegas keeping a close game to Sacramento and and uh, uh, winning in Oakland, like what sort of credit they're going to get from the market. Uh, but I think El Paso gets it done. Uh, the line's too steep. I'll be looking at El Paso team total uh, and maybe game uh, game totals um, as alternate plays. And the game total here, oh, I don't know. I think the game total here should be two. It should, it'll probably be an Asian line of like two and a half, three, so like two and three quarters. Um, and I would take the over on that for sure. Uh, Phoenix versus LA Galaxy 2. Phoenix is a really good... um, (laughs) Sorry. Phoenix is really good. LA 2 is not. It's about as simple as that. This is another game where you have a team that's in the top three against a team who's in the bottom three uh, as far as my opinion of them. Not necessarily standings, but my opinion of them. Um, Phoenix underwhelmed in a 1-1 draw against Charlotte. LA got... Uh, lucky to draw against Tacoma not too long ago, and Tacoma really controlled that match. LA Galaxy 2 may score here still. I still think that uh, Hernandez and Judd uh, can create opportunities. So a both teams to score is a bet. I think if the market doubts LA's chances too much, I can see the the both teams to score no option to be juiced. So um, I will uh, consider the yes there. Um, the line's probably going to be too steep. If it's not, I mean, I'm going to sell that all the way up to minus 200 probably if, it, if it's not. But um, I'll tie up Phoenix and Lucidity uh, in a parlay. I don't have a third one to offer. I know a lot of people like at least three three teams in a parlay. I don't have a third match here that I think is is good enough to, to toss in with this. Maybe uh, maybe Tulsa uh, to win to nil is an interesting third leg to throw in here. But and a very rare parlay recommendation from me, I would tie up Phoenix and Lucidity this week and then add a third uh, mat, third game, not even from basketball or wherever, uh, baseball, that you have some sort of conviction on. Um, but Rising just beat LA Galaxy a couple weeks ago on a 3-0 scoreline. Um, I don't think it's going to be any different. Maybe, maybe, and but LA Galaxy maybe gets one back um, in this match, but... Uh, we'll see. Okay, that's the weekend. Um, because of the time crunch, I didn't have time to. I won't have time to edit this, so forgive uh, some of my stumbles and, and and restarts and stuff like that. But um, follow me on Twitter at football bet is life. F U T B O L bet is life. Um, good luck with all your bets this weekend. Out. Wow.